Hello everyone, I'm Lucy, the owner of Dandelion Social, an outcome-driven creative agency that ensures businesses achieve their goals using modern-day marketing platforms and strategies. Welcome to episode 63 of the Dandelion Social podcast. I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Supply My Business, for their continued support. Supply My Business is a community of small businesses based in Kent in the UK that want to do more business locally. They are the one place where you can find all of the quality local suppliers you require for your everyday business needs and, at the same time, supply your goods and services to help meet the needs of local businesses just like yours. So, once again, thank you to Supply My Business. First up for today, I want to give you a quick update on what's been happening in the world of social media recently. At the end of last week, LinkedIn announced a whole load of new features coming soon to the platform. In their blog post, LinkedIn says, quote, Connection history. Ever wonder when you meet someone? We're making this easy for you with access to your connection history. Simply go to a connections profile and click on contact and personal info to see when you first connected. This is a great way to add some personal detail when you reach out. LinkedIn search, who's checking you out? Wouldn't you want to know how you're being discovered on LinkedIn? Knowing who's searching for you could be your ticket to finding the internship of your dreams or getting asked to speak at the biggest event in your industry. With search appearances, you can see how many people found you in search, as well as their companies and job titles. Coming soon, you'll also be able to see the keywords you're being found for. Profile customization, drag and drop to your heart's content. For those multi-talkers who simultaneously hold multiple current positions, you can now reorder the experience section of your LinkedIn profile just the way you want it. If you're on a board while doing double duty as a full-time web designer, you choose what shows up first. You can also reorder your volunteer and education sections. Just hover on the right of the position and drag up or down. Expanded profile, show me more. We heard you wanted the expanded profiles on desktop back, so we've made it easier now to see an expanded view with all of your connections details, including information on past and present positions, groups joined and recommendations. Visual comments, sometimes words aren't enough. If your point can be made better with an image, look no further. Now you can add images to any comment you post on LinkedIn. They say picture is worth a thousand words. Quick reply, one click and you're done. We know how busy things can get during the work week. So to make it easier for you to respond to messages in a timely manner, we've added quick reply suggestions on both mobile and desktop. Simply tap on the reply suggestion when a short and sweet response is all you need." Next in the news is Twitter's approach to bots and misinformation. A few weeks ago, Twitter issued a blog post that one of their jobs is to keep people informed of what's going on all around the world. In their blog post, they said, quote, We care deeply about the issue of misinformation and its potentially harmful effect on the civic and political discourse that is core to our mission. Fake news has become a catchphrase used to describe everything from manufactured news stories, incorrect information and state-supported propaganda, to news from people to news some people don't like or points of view with which people disagree. Twitter's open and real-time nature is a powerful antidote to the spreading of all types of false information. This is is important because we cannot distinguish whether every single tweet from every other person is truthful or not. We as a company should not be the arbiter of truth. 
journalists, experts and engaged citizens tweet side by side, correcting and challenging public discourse in seconds. These vital interactions happen on Twitter every day and we're working to ensure we are surfacing the highest quality and most relevant content and context first. Bots. While bots can be a positive and vital tool from customer support to public safety, we strictly prohibit the use of bots and other networks for manipulation to undermine the core functionality of our service. We've been doubling down on our efforts here, expanding our team and resources, and building new tools and processes. We'll continue to iterate, learn, and make improvements on a rolling basis to ensure our tech is effective in the face of new challenges. We're working hard to detect spammy behaviours at source, such as the mass distribution of tweets or attempts to manipulate trending topics. We also reduce the visibility of potentially spammy tweets or accounts while we investigate whether a policy violation has occurred. When we do detect duplicative or suspicious activity, we suspend accounts. We also frequently take action against applications that have used the public API to automate, to automate activity on Twitter, stopping potentially manipulative bots at the source. It's worth noting that in order to respond to this challenge efficiently and to ensure people cannot circumvent these safeguards, we're unable to share the details of these internal signals in our public API. While this method research conducted by third parties about the impact of bots on Twitter is often inaccurate and flawed, we must protect the future effectiveness of our work. We're committed to doing our part and we'll continue to share updates along the way." Unquote. Next up today is my feature of the week, which this week is all about value and attrition. Just a simple reminder. I once went to the same networking event three weeks in a row with my husband and business partner Richard. In the first week we were chatting with a small group of other attendees when a guy approached me, who I didn't know, and shoved a business card in my hand before proceeding to tell me why I needed what he did and why everything else is rubbish. For the record, it was web design, but that's not important. At the end of his pitch, he asked me what I do, but showed very little interest in the response. The next week he was there again, as were we. He did the same thing, and at the end again, asked, so what do you do? The third week, unbelievably, he did the same thing. Three weeks in a row, each asking, what do you do? Is it possible this guy has a short-term memory problem? Maybe, but it's more likely that he's just pushy and a selfish jerk. Everything that made up his pitch was irrelevant to us. What he felt was important absolutely was not to us, but because he was so wrapped up in his own self-importance, he didn't stop to ask. He wasted both his time and ours, three weeks in a row. So why am I bothering to tell you this story? I'm bothering because I want to remind you that being pushy and self-centred never works. It's not about you. You will not win business through attrition. The only way you will win business is by providing value. If we are using our friend Mr Shoving Business Card as an example, the good thing is that it doesn't take much to completely change the dynamic of the conversation. The reason we have two ears and one mouth is to encourage us to listen twice as much as we talk. We just have to show an interest in the other party. For me, it's genuine. I'm nosy. I want to know about you and your business. I want to know what you're struggling with. It's really interesting how much people will tell you and how much that can relate to what you do. See the difference? Now you have valuable and personalised information on how you can offer them something. 
That's the beginning of a conversation and conversations can lead to clients. I'm curious, I'm sure you've had a similar experience of someone pushing their product or service onto you. So tell me what happened. You don't have to name names, unless you want to, of course. Finally, for today, I am joined by Mark Schaefer. Mark is an internationally acclaimed college educator, author, keynote speaker, and strategy consultant. He has given speeches and workshops for some of the biggest brands on the planet. He is known for his original, thought-provoking and insightful views on some of the business problems we face today and strategies to win in the future. Mark's latest book called Known is out now and includes a four-step path defined by research of well-known professionals, an explanation of why passion or even expertise aren't the most important factors in becoming known, a practical step-by-step guide to help people become known as well as an accompanying book or workbook with bonus material and exercises. You can find out more about Mark and what he does by visiting his website www.businessgrow.com. You can also follow Mark on Twitter at Mark W. Schaefer, that's M-A-R-K-W-S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R and also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mark.schaefer3. Hi Mark, how are you? I couldn't be better, I'm happy to be with you today. Thank you very much for joining me. So you help businesses to get results from using social media. What is your approach to doing this? Well, um, I take kind of an unusual approach. Um, Instead of uh, telling businesses what to do, I usually start out by asking a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and this is a technique I learned when I was in graduate school Uh, I was very very fortunate to study under a very famous business consultant and author named Peter Drucker he Mm -hmm. was one of the most famous really fathers of modern management in 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 history and uh, He was at the end of his career and was teaching graduate school. And so he used to teach by the case study method. And we'd read these case studies. And, of course, all these eager students, they were ready to solve the problems. Mm. And he would get so mad. And he'd say, look, the people in these companies, they've been in these companies for 20 or 30 years. They're experts in their field. Your job isn't to have all the right answers. It's to have all the right questions. Mm as a leader and that that made a big impact on me and I found that that's really a great path to success as well and uh, actually I've got a blog post uh, that just came out on this idea that a lot of times when people have social media problems or think they need help with a social media strategy it's not really about social media at all it could be uh, a problem with leadership. It could be a problem with focus. Mm. It could be a problem with uh, they're targeting the wrong audience or the audience is too small or the market is too crowded for what they're trying to do. Yeah. So I think just listening to people and asking questions is that's kind of the heart of my approach. Right. That's an interesting approach. So how can businesses better harness the power of social media in order to achieve better results for their business? 
Well, I think you really need to take a very um, clear-eyed view of what social media can and can't do. One of the issues, I think, is that people have overinflated expectations sometimes. Mm. Social media is not like advertising. It's, yeah. it's, it's not like having a coupon and then uh, seeing immediate results. And there's some research out there that I refer to that surveyed um, marketers. I think the sample size was four or 5,000 marketers. And they cross-referenced how long have you been doing social media marketing versus what results are you seeing. Mm -hmm. And the good news is that even after a year, about 85% of the business owners said, we're happy with the lift we've seen in awareness for our business, which is amazing yeah. that you could be doing something for just a year yeah. and, and have progress like that. Absolutely. However, only about 30% of the businesses said we're able to report some financial gain. In fact, it wasn't until the third year or the fourth year that you know 70 or 80% of the businesses said yes, we were able to absolutely see a financial gain for this. Mm. So, um, if you're, you know, if you're, if you, if you're in a cash flow situation where, oh my gosh, you know, we need to, you know, we need to get customers right away. Mm. You know, having a Facebook page may not be the answer. No. You know, there's, there's, there's other things that you need to do. So, you really need to have a clear-eyed view of what's possible, what can be achieved, what's your time frame, what are your goals. And I think there are different levels of investment for every kind of business. If, if you're a brand that people talk about at the dinner table, then you've got to be all over social media. Social yeah. media has to be a major part of your marketing investment. But if you're the local automobile repair shop, yeah. if you are a business that's um, you know selling – candles and fragrances well then it's going to be a longer term type of play it's mm -hmm. going to be more subtle more difficult you need to be building relationships and customer loyalty over time but it does work and you also have to look at what's the risk if we don't do it yeah. because that's where everybody's spending their time today it's the number one activity on the internet it is it is indeed so how does social media marketing tie in with other forms of online and offline marketing? Well, if you look at our traditional roles as a marketer, mm -hmm. marketers are about creating need and acquiring customers. Yeah. It's about finding ways to maneuver in the marketplace mm -hmm. with our product and our product innovations. Maybe it's with pricing. Maybe it's with promoting in a different way. Maybe it's a new kind of distribution that, you know, we're disrupting things with. So 
we have to find a way to maneuver. But once we find that, we need to build, relate. we need to acquire customers, and we need to try to get loyalty in our customers. Mm -hmm. And so that comes in stages. First comes awareness. Then, you know, if you're doing a good job and you're creating useful, interesting, helpful content, and that can be in the form of writing like a blog post or video mm -hmm. or audio like we're doing today yeah. or even, you know, photographic content, then at some point people are going to say, this is so interesting. This is so helpful. Who is this person? Yeah. Who is this business? Click. Then the relationship starts to become more than one way. You're starting to get, maybe they'll subscribe to you. Maybe they'll connect to your email. Maybe they'll start following you on Facebook. Or maybe they'll even buy something from you. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the next stage. And then finally, I think there's a way to even reward customers and create loyalty through social media by highlighting your customers and celebrating your customers and and congratulating them and showing their success. Yeah. So when you think about it, let's say you have a brick and mortar store and you only see your customers once a month, yeah. maybe even once a year. Yeah. So how can, you know how can you do that? We're we're, we're moving inexorably toward an advertising free world, which mm -hmm. is a whole nother subject. But the the availability of, of reaching people through advertising, those opportunities are, are declining. And so that's where social media really fits well in the marketing mix to create that drip, drip, drip of communications mm -hmm. to remind customers that we're there. We have something special for them. We've created something new. We've solved a new problem. Uh, we have a new way to use our <clears throat> product. We have a new recipe. We have a new use, whatever. <clears throat> so it's connecting with that customer over time and leading them, leading them up and creating ever increasing emotional bonds to, to us and to our, our business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In your book called Known, you say that being known is not the same as being famous. What do you mean by that? Well, there's a lot of um, confusion about that. I, I wanted to set it out early in my book that you know a lot, a lot of people today, they want to become influencers. They want to become YouTube famous or they want to become... Instagram stars or Snapchat stars, and that's not what my book is about. It's not about having millions of fans. It's not having red carpet appearances. It's not being on television shows. It's about being very mindful and intentional about your online presence. Mm -hmm. It's about having the, the reputation, having the authority having the effective presence to help you achieve your goals, mm. whatever they might be, personal goals, professional goals. And really part of the germ for the book came from 
talking to so many people and realizing that what they wanted to achieve in their life, whether it was writing a book someday, starting a business someday, starting a speaking career, earning a job at a university, mm. uh, being named to a board, yeah. positioning themselves to have a better job in a new company. Well, in all of those situations, and many, many more, you would have an advantage if you're known, if people have heard of you before. And so I started exploring, is there a process? Is there a path to become known? Mm. And I found that there is. I, I did a lot of research. I interviewed uh, nearly 100 people from all over the world who have become known wow. in their field. In fact, there's quite a, there's a number of people from the UK in the book. Oh, really? Oh, you haven't read the book, have you? No, I, not yet, but I'm going out. to. I will be. You've been found out. I have been found out. <laughs> but uh, I will be. It's on its way. It's on its way to me. And so, um, yeah, so it's, it really provides a step-by-step -step solution in, on, on how to manage and amplify your personal brand today. And I'm... Um, uh, I'm 100% confident that that this is what this is how you do it, and this is what's done, and it's not necessarily easy, and it's not necessarily quick, but this is how it's done. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, can you give us a quick example of how the most successful people focus their efforts, create their plans, and activate their brands in measurable ways? Well. They read my book. <laughs> <laughs> Good and, plug. Good um, plug. I mean, I mean, I think um, if you think about why businesses fail, um, it's it's the same reason why someone would fail building a personal brand on the web. Mm. Um, number one, maybe they're not focused on the right thing. Yeah. Maybe they're not in a space that has enough customers to care. Right. Or there are too many competitors and their voice can't be heard. They're being crushed. Mm. So you've got so uh, maybe um, they're creating content, but the world's already flooded with that kind of content. Yeah. They've got to try something else. Um, maybe they're building a large social media audience, but it's not turning into money it's not something you can monetize so those are really the things that i look at in the book those are the problems you've got to solve whether it's a business or whether it's a personal brand so i take people through through the four steps and there are lots of exercises yeah in each step to help you figure out how do i do this for me. There's also a workbook that goes with the book. And so there are exercises in the book that are also in the workbook. It gives you space to fill it out. There's some extra materials in the workbook. And mm -hmm. if you fill out the workbook, yep. you'll have a plan. Excellent. It may not be perfect. It may not be exactly correct. But it doesn't have to be. No. Things change all the time. So Yeah. You have to be able to, um, as you get into it, you have to be able to adapt and adopt and adjust, but you need to start. Yeah. And 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 the thing that 
I try to emphasize to people and emphasize through this book is that unfortunately the, the popular mantra in our day today is you know, follow your dream, follow your passion. If you can dream it, you can be it. And that is how you fail because a dream without a plan is just a hobby. Yeah. Or does it, you know, it doesn't get anywhere. And so before you follow your dream or follow your passion for years of your life, I just beg you, think it through. Have a plan. Absolutely. Give yourself the very best chance to succeed instead of just following your dream into oblivion. And yeah. that's what the book is about. Fantastic. Well, I... I'm ashamed to admit that I haven't read your book yet, but I am 150% looking forward to reading it. It's, it sounds perfect. It sounds like it's what every business needs to read. Well, it is, and it's been very rewarding um, because this is my uh, sixth book. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've, I'm very proud of my books. I've... Um, uh, that my books have really helped people and I get a lot of feedback. Oh, you've helped my business. You know, you've really helped me a lot, but the feedback I'm getting on this book is this has changed my life. This is the most inspiring book I've ever read. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. So, uh, so it's been very, very rewarding and very, very cool for me to, to hear that. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Mark. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Well, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Take care. Okay, thank you, Lucy. Bye. That's all from me this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it useful. If you have any questions or would like me to go into more detail on any of the points I've mentioned, feel free to drop me an email at lucy at dandelionsocial.com. I reply to all of my emails personally. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at DandelionSM, that's S for social and M for media. You can also follow me on Instagram at WeAreDandelionSocial and like my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash DandelionSocial. I'd like to again thank our sponsors Supply My Business for their continued support. If you'd like to know more about what they do, you can visit supplymybusiness.co.uk. Each episode of the Dandelion Social podcast goes live every Thursday. To make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks again for listening, have a great week, and see you back here again next Thursday for episode 64.